caramel 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 what do you caramel. say caramel caramel i blend i'm em. sorry what caramel because i don't like to say caramel and i won't say caramel caramel Can't by even the get way out. so i blend them caramel by the way there are men who are going mm. to get off on you <laughs> saying caramel the way you just did that shit was hot i don't know if you meant it You're if bananas. you didn't i that's neither here nor there that's nothing to do with this that was like sexy as fuck how do you say it well, I don't know. I have I have a wad of caramel stuffed to the top of my roof of my mouth. Caramel. <laughs> like that was I think I was saying it like a jerk the first time I saw that. <laughs> I think I was trying to say it like well a tool would say it like this. Caramel. Yeah, yeah I was. I was trying one. to sound like an <laughs> idiot. Yeah, okay. So you find you find idiot I talk find super nothing. sexy. Okay. I'm super sexy. I'm tired. I'm telling you, the whole roof of my mouth is plastered. With an inch thick layer of, of caramel. I'm not familiar with that. Okay. New things, opinions, and morning routine. All this and more on today's Brilliant Observations. Do, 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 do. There you have it. It's, uh, it's the caramel that threw me. I didn't think it was going to take this long for it to dissolve, but it's working like if you had gum, if you were chewing gum, and you had to, as we say in Nicorette parlance, park it so that you could speak to someone, like you're suddenly at the podium or the body of Christ. Something's happening. You got to get rid of the gum, right? <laughs> this is a gum in church as opposed to the whore in church analogy. I'm going to heaven. Do. I'm just trying to today. You got to move it, right? Something's happening. So you just smear it along the inside of your mouthicle somewhere. And in this case, it's the, it's the top. And I just figured that would help it sort of. Absolutely the not. Gum. The sugar would just. Well, the sugar no. would just. Stop talking now. The sugar would just go. <laughs> and then you would absorb it through your skin. No, that like is putting not. Lotion, like putting lotion on your hands. You just smear the caramel on the roof of your mouth. And then your body says, that's right. I okay, now I going. feel like I understand what you're trying to say, but absolutely <laughs> not. One of them is mostly rubber and meant to be parked in your cheek. And the other is all sugar and meant to slowly dissolve into joy and and you can't compare the two and the fact that you thought one was going to hold its consistency while you parked it is luda gum does gum does just fine you take it sometime and if you with your tongue if when you rub it along the That's edge right. of your say gums, caramel as you say this listen, the gum is fine when you take it and you make it like a piece of putty and you go down along the lower gum line. That's another place to park it. Where you wedge it on the outside of your teeth. Then you can talk to somebody for like 10 minutes. And, and the gum is still there. And then if you smile, it slides to the front no, of your face no. along you your gotta gum have, line. You got to have some control of what's going on inside there. You just got to know where your things are. That's all. So it's still there. It's still slowly dissolving. I'm not going to sit here and like mm, 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 make all the noises while I eat it. And I'm not going to spit it out because you're just not that important. But I'm not going to eat while I'm on the thing. So I don't know how to. I'm just going to. I'm just going to park it. It's parked. <laughs> I've got bigger problems that they can't see that you can see, as you know. <clears throat> because I have totally re my office. Totally redid it. Keep talking. So it's clean now. And when they came, I had people come and do it. And when they cleaned it, they got rid of, like, a lot of stuff. 
including, I don't want to get blamed for this, you know, the unabridged dictionary, how it's thicker than like two Bibles. Sure. Okay, so it's super thick, right? I used to use that to hold up my laptop when I was talking to you. So it was like a nice height. So now the laptop is super low and looking up at me like it's the crotch cam from Jeremy Piven. What's his name? The pervert. Who's the pervert? Oh, I'm not telling you his name. He's back on CNN if you want Jacko to find Jerko. out who he is. His name's, got a P. his name's got a P in it. I know it, it is. So does his hand. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? <laughs> I didn't do it. It's him. It's his fault. Look, what I got to be honest. I want to go back to the people <laughs> who came to clean out your office. Yes, yes, yes. Are these <clears throat> the people who went through your closets before? Yes, same people, same people. I got them in one lump package that I bought at the time, and I had intended to use it here and there and the other. And I thought, you know what? Screw it. I'm paying for it. I'm going to benefit. So I had them come into the office and explode it, which was great and also kind of uh, not great in the sense that, I put them on, <clears throat> excuse me, it is really hard to talk with this caramel parked on the top so of my mouth. So it's their fault I have the Jeffrey Tubin view of you? Oh, it's Jeffrey Tubin. No, There's I just no moved, I moved the it, caramel. The okay, I moved the caramel, so now I can talk. Meanwhile, I just ate it. Oh, wow. It's <laughs> really good. Okay, Shame. so I had them not, so. only, not only thin, declutter, and clean, I also had them go through every drawer of which there are gotta look i don't know six seven eight nine file drawers all the drawers take it all out do all the paper i mean a lot of stuff all the irs receipts nonsense they were here for a long time that's why you signed that that agreement with them that they can't talk to anybody about your i guess sure shit and the the reality is all i wanted from them was to jumpstart the process i knew that they were not going to be able to do a lot all of it and some of the stuff that they did, I really didn't like. Like so, taking away your unabridged dictionary. Well, I, I don't like that. But I also love the fact that it reminds me that that was never okay. That was never okay. So the fact that it's sitting on the table now yeah, makes me say, okay, instead of just putting the dictionary back in its place, instead of hmm, up on the shelf where the books go, right, I can either decide to get some kind of something that's properly designed to hold the laptop or do it in a different way. Like it's instead of just doing all this makeshift bullshit, it's nice to have things properly done. However, they also did things like some of the equipment that I had in a drawer, they would put out and plug in and turn on. And I'm like, no, I had that in the drawer because I only use it like once a year and I don't want to dedicate my whole, like I would rather just have the desktop cleared off and have nothing there. Like maybe, I don't know, a plant or something. So so some of the stuff that they added back in, I had to take back out. But, you know, whatever. It was a, we did it in, in consultation with each other. They didn't just get carte blanche to come in here. In any event, it's weird when you don't realize how familiar you become with that's where the envelopes are. Or where your where's, crap is. Yeah. Where's my bag of pens? And they said, well, you don't, you don't have a bag of pens anymore because people don't, don't have bag pens. They, here's, here's your drawer with the pens in it, and here's the cup with the three pens that you need when you need a pen. And I'm like, but I like a bag of pens. So they used the bag of pens. They emptied the bag, and then they gave me the bag back without any pens in it. Then they gave me a drawer with pens in it. So I was shit like that. And then a drawer of bags. <laughs> All right. <laughs> anyway, that's All what right. happened. What happened was. What they happened. In, they came in and, and, you know, did some bananas in here. And it's 
it's done. I like it. I like the whole room by room thing. It's what I'm going to start doing now that we're back from the beach. And by we, I mean the dogs and I are back uh, from the beach. He's not still there. He, oh, he's still there. What? But don't worry, because it's raining today and tomorrow, so fuck him. How <laughs> long of there. a vacation does he get over Labor Day? Oh, I think he clinically doesn't work till this this podcast posts. Um, Holy shamolian. But he has meetings literally all day, every day down there. So he's not having fun, but fuck you. Anyway. I gotcha. Um, I gotcha. I gotcha. You look to me. You know how I told you my daughter has super weird insults that she calls the people like, ugh, you look like you can't swim. You look Great. like you have a peanut allergy. <laughs> like those really weird, like what? What? You look like somebody who's driving a new car. You're such a dick. That's a mean <laughs> thing to say all the time. And it is mean. And it's so frustrating. I am, am I a dick. <laughs> I drove it for the first time today, ever, today. First maiden voyage. First time. And where did you voyage? I had to go 40 minutes away. I went all the way out to the neighboring to town and then came all the way back. And ugh, it's great. Love it. Do, do you love her? <clears throat> Yeah, she's great. She's going to be great. You're just not used to her. It's the lack of ripped seats. What's upsetting you that (sighs) your seat isn't in the right position, that the shotgun seat isn't all torn up and a child is screaming at you? What's upsetting me? To take it back, I should just explain, take it back a few steps. My husband bought a new car for the family with the intention that I would be the primary driver. Most people would say, my husband bought me a car. That's not what this is, right? This is... Uh Uh-oh. No, it's a family car. I don't understand why he is not opting to drive this brand new to his specification car on the regular and just give me his car, which is also swank-tastic. And he said, you can't drive an 850-horsepower car. And I'm like, yes, I can. Fuck you. But also, I don't want to. So anyway, it's nice that it's uh, a brand-new car. It's, you said, what's upsetting you? Yeah. It's a ridiculously lavish car. So I am in the pre-vomit-inside-the-car period. Until somebody throws up in it, it's still... A rolling dollar bill. It just reminds me of the value expended upon it and therefore the liability of some half drunk, uninsured, you know, Could take it all. Today received my license driving, you know, who is coming into my lane. Oops. I mean, it's just there is so much more at stake for me than any others who are on the road outside of we could all die in a fiery crash but I would also be financially in the hole <laughs> and dead so I mean that that part of it is front and center I don't want to be mourning and broke I don't know the dimensions <laughs> of the car in the sense Yet. that when yeah. you when you drive a rental car I was explaining this to the kids when they were like why are you so weird Blah. I said even when you rent a car you take some getting used to because it's new to you. You don't know where all the blind spots are. You don't know how it behaves how when you the press the brake is. or how when you press the accelerator. All of these things take getting used to. How close to the front of the garage you are when you pull in. Mom, keep going. Well, I don't know. I don't know how Well, here's part of the – so what's upsetting you? Okay, so knowing that, there is some baked in – I'll call it a learning curve. I was going to say hesitancy, but there's a baked in learning curve to all of that. And I don't really want to do it when everyone else is watching, watching me. Watching, yeah. Okay. So today – so part of my strategy was I'm going to get in the car when I'm ready to get in the car and I'm going to use it on my own terms and that turned out to be today. And on top of that, 
all the things that I just described to you, the card does to some degree for, for you. you. Yeah. So it changes lanes for you. It has uh, backup cameras that basically look inside my colon while I'm backing up. Like there is no view that I can't see. So it's there's too much of everything. You try to change the temperature in the car and you feel like you need to get a master's degree to be able to switch the dials on the car. There's so much stuff to know and learn and finesse and change and set up. And would you like it this way? There's an app. There's an app for me to access the fucking music on my phone. Whereas before I would get in the car and I would the other car and I would, you know, use a cable. And now my phone is in the car. Not so with this one. Everything's wireless. It charges the phone wirelessly. I walk up to the car and it turns itself on. It has pre-climb. It has all this fucking shit that's wonderful. And I am discussing it in a way that is very complainy. That's absolutely not the intent. I'm telling you, I don't, I didn't seek this out. You're, I didn't you, seek Fred, this you're out. You're talking like you came from Fred Flintstone's car where your feet went through the bottom and you just ran to get where you wanted to go. Well, but I never knew what any of the shit, I, I told you this and you guys laughed at me. I don't know. It was enough episodes ago that it's in recent memory. There was a button in the car that I had driven for 14 years that I didn't realize was there until like six months ago when somebody pressed it and all the air conditionings came on all at once. And I was like, what is that about? And then, of course, everyone in the car is laughing for an hour while we're on this long drive. Oh, he, he, oh, oh. So, yeah, I mean, mommy's an idiot. Part of it, part of it is there are things in your life that you engage with deeply and it's either effortless or it's worth your effort for you to have a full understanding and a deep relationship there are things in your life that are like that, and there are things in your life that you don't. I mean, you may know all of the settings inside your refrigerator or your HVAC system or the hot water. I don't just pick anything where you know your stereo equipment. It's your a learning iTunes. curve for you. Yeah, and and in a lot of cases, if I press play and music plays, I'm good. I don't I don't really need to know. You know, I don't have to have it advance 15 seconds and then have a queue of six things. And so all of this advantaged experience is around me always. And I it's not that I take it for granted. I absolutely do not engage with it. So in the car, I'm unable to drive the car unless I engage with it. So it feels uh -huh. a little bit oppressive. There is no quick start there is no press the button and the car comes on. There's press the button and I'm now I'm logged in with my ID and my picture up on the dashboard. And I have to tell it, like, did you take your temperature this morning? How old are your children? Like, all the fucking things I don't know. I have to say all this stuff to the car before I can back out and hopefully not run over somebody's fucking cat. It's just oh, a lot of shit. the car won't let you run over anyone's cat. The car will tell you, <sighs> beep, 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 cat, you dope. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I speed all the time and it loves to tell me that I'm speeding. And I, my favorite is that I'm continually dinged by everyone I live with for telling me how slowly I drive. And this car, all it wants to say is exceeding the speed limit. And I'm like, right. Of course. Well, what else are you got to say? What am I supposed to do? Slow down? You're German. So you know that Stuart has his electric car. Boogie, woogie, woogie. Woogie, woogie, woogie. Uh, <clears throat> for a while there, it's electric. For a while there, Tesla was doing this thing where if you scored... <clears throat> Um, with over 90 or 95% in their driving metrics. And it reports to Tesla every day. At the end of every day, it sends a report on your driving to Tesla. 
it was to give the top 3% of drivers, safe drivers, um, autopilot. So for a period of time, (laughs) my husband was driving like we all wanted him to drive the whole time. (laughs) Like super grandma so that he could get. So he could get his new widget. Was that a yes? Was he that was a heartbreak. Who, who took my car and broke hard? I was ninety three today instead of one hundred. Like what the? F- it was very upsetting. And now that he has autopilot, it's no holds barred. We're back to. So I guess I guess my point is, once you kind of get used to this, you'll be like, I'm in the car. Here's my retinal scan. Here's my this. Like everything you need to right. do to get out of the driveway, it'll become your routine. And to the same way for 10 minutes or X months, my husband drove safely for for a very small period of time until he got autopilot in his car. Bingo, bingo, bingo. So you'll get it. You'll you'll figure it out and it'll become second nature to you. And then when the next car comes, you're going to be like, what the fuck? This car doesn't make me a grilled cheese sandwich. Like, what I mean, that? I didn't I had no idea. This one is a hybrid car. It's got an electric something in it. So okay. it's not so it's like what's next? I mean, I there's so much shit about this car I don't even know. <laughs> She's taking pictures of me. I'm on Be Real. I just sent the Be oh, Real. Oh, for God's <laughs> sake. Be Real just went off and I oh, just took a picture of one us more damn thing I got to keep up with. One I swear day to, more. I swear to Jiminy Jesus, one more thing I got to keep up with. All right, so to to new things. Let's let's follow new things for a minute because that's that's my what set me off today yesterday. Um, you have a new car, and if you found out that something was wrong with your new car, mm-hmm. what would you do? I would call the people who sold it to me and have them fix it. Okay, and that's okay with you for to have them fix it. I'll yes. tell you. I'll I, tell you I'm, why I ask. Okay, I maybe am missing a key variable here okay you have a brand new car yes i when we bought our first house we went to raymore and flanagan and we got a leather from italy couch sofa love seats or so you thought and we (laughs) we had it delivered as it's delivering off the truck something happens and the side breaks oh i thought this was just the wrong color we'll keep it no that's this house but yes (laughs) Um, that happened to us too. So it breaks. They're like, that's here. We're just going to deliver it. And we will have Raymore and Flanagan come out and fix it. Okay. And we looked at each other and we thought, well, we wanted a new, not new broken to be fixed couch. Right. Right. Like, yeah, so yeah, we right. said, take your couch and we are not accepting delivery. Put it Correct. back on your truck. Correct. And kick rocks because this is not what we asked for and waited for months to get. Good girl. Right. So here we are. And we had this microwave at the house, the new house, and it's kind of broken. You have to hold the upper corner, just the seal, and then it'll heat. Fine. So I can I'm- help you. I can help you real quick. Go ahead. If it's kind of broken and it's supposed to be new, it's 100% broken. That means it's broken. <laughs> it's so, broken, So right? it's not it's not working. Yes. And the difference here, which you're going to get to in a second, I'm sure, is problem with car equals fix the car because person who sold car is person who made car. Person who sold microwave and person who sold furniture did not make microwave or furniture. So that might be the wrinkle. But tell me more that about is, the that absolutely a big 100% broken microwave. Right. So that is a big wrinkle. Um, our refrigerator, freezer, Thermador, great name, right? For Just sure, for sure, for sub sure. Subpar from sub zero, whatever. <laughs> um, 
the freezer, it's broken. The sh- Stuart went down there one day by himself, and the smell at all the meat, all the whatever, it wouldn't close, and it leaked everywhere. The $10 dark chocolate-covered bananas that were in there, For the ice sake. cream sandwiches that you can't eat in one sitting were in there. Everything melted, died, whatever. Even though the ice machine just kept making ice and it kept melting on the floor. It was a hot fucking mess, right? Glad I didn't go with him. He cleaned the whole thing up, called Thermador, fix, fix, fix. We'll be there to fix it. Mm -hmm. Fixing our freezer, fixing our microwave, fixing your car, fixing uh, one of our chairs had a seam rip and they came today from Raymore and Flanagan to fix it. When does somebody stand by a pro? At what point do you get a fucking replacement? Because I I pitched a fit with the microwave and I said, we just moved in and it doesn't work. Like the freezer, you could say somebody violently opened it and something like you could come up the day we moved in. That microwave didn't work. We deserve for what we paid for your car, for this house, for this appliance package, a new item and not a new fixed item item why am I the dick by the way for saying that and for thinking that when you spend money on something you should get a new one if they gave me a roof that we just had done for a bajillion dollars and it didn't oh well this leak is only for no no leaks no broken microwave no hold the corner to get a seal before it works no melted $90 bananas no no I want a new one when do you get a new one always what you're describing is not wear and tear related. What you're describing in all three of the cases that you outline is original manufacturer product defect. So you should not be in a situation where the warranty gets you a repair. A fix, right. You should be in a situation where it gets you a replacement product, not a replacement part. Raymore and Flanagan should not be addressing a seam that rips within the first four months of delivery of an item. That's unacceptable. That's totally unacceptable. And bitch or not, I think the reality is how people perceive your ability to enforce this clearly delineated rule that they set up is not your problem. Like, I don't care how I am perceived because I absolutely know, well, these are the terms. These are what we're going to do. And I'm letting you know, these are what we're going to do. And if you want to stomp and pitch a fit and call me mead names and, and send me to your person and I have to tell six people, okay, I'm okay with that because I'm going to get the thing that I'm supposed to get. It's not about being ugly about it. So I could give a flying fuck if somebody wants to think that I'm, I get that all the time down here simply for being flat toned and direct. That is cause for holy Karen, lot of bitch fest, rock it up her ass. And I'm all you're doing okay. is self advocating. Have fun. I, you know what? That's right. And call me 16 more names while you're still getting my fucking microwave. Kind of don't care. We don't have to sit down and break bread together. I'm not being ugly about it. I'll still I'm, tip you, service person, as you come for your it's time. It's irrelevant. But. Your opinion of me as a person is irrelevant. Your ability to fulfill this contractual agreement that we both signed is what's relevant. So we don't need to, you know, play patty cake. 
during the whole thing. Do it nice, and I will smile while you do it. Do it ugly, and I will scowl while you do it. In both cases, you're going to do it. So if this is the only way that you can get around doing it is by making me eat a shit sandwich, or so you think, serve it up. I'm not going to eat it. Go ahead. So it's I, I don't care what anybody thinks. When they deliver something wrong, it has nothing to do with the people standing in your house hoisting the heavy item. Right, it's just, right. It's just an issue in the chain that's happened. And so now it's like, okay, we'll stop. Here's how we're going to resolve it. Turn back around. Thanks, guys. Next. So I, here's the I issue. see that it's inconvenient for you. That's a shame. It's inconvenient for me, too. Yeah, so, I don't have a freezer. I don't have a microwave. Yeah. I don't have all these things. We wanted ice cream. We have no yeah. place to put leftovers. Now we have to eat all of the fucking ice cream. And pay the $600 probably plus of squirrel ass you had shoved in there. I mean, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my God. So here's the, the bigger issue is that my husband handles the... Uh-oh. The issues and he's like well they said they're gonna come out but they can't find the part and I waited for four do you want to wait on the phone line for four hours to get the part which I'm like I wouldn't ask for a part I'd ask for a new fucking freezer a new refrigerator freezer mm-hmm. I, and he's like fine then you handle it and then my eyes widen and I panic like that's really? such a that's such a dick move I was you don't want to do it right, so you're making it somebody yeah, else's Yeah, I was going to call it something else, but it's denigrating to women, so I'm not going to bother with that. That's a dick move, and I get really frustrated when your response to me pointing out that you're doing a shitty job is for you to abdicate any responsibility Fine, for doing a good do job. It. Yeah, it's like, that's not what I was saying. I was saying the job that you're doing is not working. You need to do a better job. And the answer is I'm not. Go- I'm taking my ball and going home. That's it. Then I w- <laughs> I'm not doing it. Uh, I don't actually remember that being one of the choices. One of the choices was do it your way and hear that it's wrong or do it my way and know that you're getting a new chair, a new microwave, a new freezer. Like, why are you... Well, but the truth and the truth is even I'm just saying that in general terms in talking about Stuart specifically, Uh I imagine that. Well, no, I imagine there's a sideline conversation that occurred in which whether it was said with this language or something far more shorthand that speaks to your 90 million year relationship with each other, which which is (laughs) which is I can do it in a certain way. And that's the capacity that I am willing to devote to this. If you want to accept it. That's what we're going to get. And if you have capacity to put more time, energy, thought, anger, venom, fireworks into this have thing. Have at it. Have at it. Right. Which is very different than don't come at me with your criticisms and go fuck yourself. Because that's I get that a lot. I get that a lot. And I that's not what he was doing. But at the same time. <laughs> from everybody. I get I that do. a lot. I do. I get, that, I get that a lot. And I give it right back to him in the form of, if you don't want me to come along and ask you for a status update, maybe you should have did the job. Maybe I mean, you should have made it so I, I mean, didn't notice that yeah, I was missing it. <laughs> I don't nag people. I remind you that the shit ain't done. And guess what? So if you don't want to hear me ask you about it, maybe you could fucking do it. What do you think? Just the choices. It's up to you. I'm so. going to send this to both of our husbands <laughs> as just a, just a blurb from this show. You don't have to listen, but you need to know. Uh, Lord yeah. help me. So new to me, dear listener, is there something that you just won't accept broken that you need? You're like, Fuck that shit. Are you, are you the Amy or the Melissa? Which one are you in this case? Do tell us by writing us at brilliantobservations at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. Brillab Squad is the small group, but the large group 
big difference <laughs> is brilliant observations or listen brilliant on what's that thing insta and twit sure twatter yeah sure. find us there just find us for fuck's sake find us and hey. if you're listening along and you like what you hear tell a friend have them become a listener try out an episode or two or ten or all of the catalog what do you think take someone down with you don't be the only one <laughs> who's, who's handling this episode bring them all down with you <laughs> hey i have a question do you know okay. any women who like to shoot off fireworks no i'm sure i do <laughs> But do you? Because I've never met one. Do, how do you mean? 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 I mean, I like to look at fireworks, but never in my life have I gone out to purchase and lit shit aflame on my driveway. It's Bingo. a man thing to do. It right, really but is. But there are some, there are vast many troubled women who marry these clowns <laughs> okay. either on purpose or discover after the contract was sealed <laughs> that you have a fireworker in your house. And the reality is they enjoy it. Like, I don't enjoy it. I don't want to be anywhere around it. I don't want to participate. I don't want to watch it. I certainly would not condone the activity or, you know, facilitate. And I know lots of women who do. Do I know any woman who trots on out into the cornfield, you know, Zippo in hand? Fuck no. That's boys' work. Yeah. <laughs> Zippo in the cornfield. Y'all need a dangler for that. Yeah. No, not doing you, it. It seems like you need a dangler. I... When they ask you, you know, what are your pronouns? Fireworks should really be on there. Because if you are not, it's like, if it is Y chromosomally linked, you really need to What are your in. pronouns? Well, I like, I'm a fireworker. Then you're, yep. I get how you identify. You need to say no more. Because I really just don't know women who are like, oh my God, the 4th of July is coming and I only have two cases. I've got no, fun No, but they'll sit there with the bag chair and the, the, you know, cooler full of wine and... You know, the tunes are playing but and we're all it. assembled. You yeah. said it right there. Women have the cooler full of wine. You ever see a man say, I'm going to go, wa- I'm going to go drink this box of wine while I watch my wife lit- light shit on fire on the Never. driveway. That's Never just once. not a thing. So there are things that are definitely gender linked. Other than cleaning schmegma, can you think of other things? I Holy, don't know. Holy, that's quite a list. <laughs> well, that's gender. Linked, I didn't right? realize we were going from pyrotechnics to <laughs> diggle prep. That's a lot, man. Technotechnics. <laughs> Holy! I feel that... Women like beer. Men like beer. Sorry. that's Yeah, it's not true, Women actually. Women like sports. Men like sports. It's also not true, actually. <laughs> so, well, we've done a lot of research on this. Fireworks and, you know, like... and schmegma. Those are the two gender-linked <laughs> items that I find right now. There, there are larger than you would typically expect audiences for both beer consumption and sports viewing because I've done and been aware of the research for both of these. One was conducted by Miller Beer. Did a whole girlfriend beer campaign for Miller Beer. But the reality is it still doesn't come anywhere near, right? It comes down to how many orgasms do men have versus how many orgasms do women have? There is an orgasm gap. Men have clearly so many more orgasms as a category than women before you even get into quality and all the rest of it. It's just astronomical. So you can flip the tables. Well, it's the same. So beer consumption, sports consumption. But when it comes down to fireworks and what else think are that's we closer sort of to the orgasm separating? Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I got to I it's I think it stays along stereotypical gender lines where we've got cooking for the family which this is what's so weird home cooks and cooking for the family 
off the charts female. Cooking as a professional, executive level professional, off the charts male. Men, yeah. So it doesn't make any, it's not like, you know, teachers, educators are off the charts female in one area and then off the charts male in another. I I mean, maybe I'm being stereotyped. I don't know if it works this way. I don't have any research. Maybe it's once you get to the college level. I mean, but I feel like I had a lot of female professors in college. You basically just said with other words, I'm confident this is the truth with no evidence whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) I like to say that a lot. Well, the other thing that went around a few, maybe more than a year ago on socials, people would ask the question, who was the first black teacher you ever had? And it was gross because the answers were not okay. People would say, first black teacher I had was in grad school. So that means, yeah. So, and wow. it doesn't mean, and it doesn't, we're not qualifying the gender, excuse me, we're not qualifying the race of the student. We're qualifying the race of the instructor. Who was the first, right, right. so it has nothing to do if you are, you know, brown, yellow, pink, blue, purple, whatever the fuck you are, all we're talking about is when was your first experience with a black teacher, and in in a lot of cases, it was after high school, college, grad school, professional, yeah, some, some people said never, yeah. Wow. Well, I didn't, I can't, I think it was high school for me. And even that, I don't really remember who it was. I just know there had to be somebody. My favorite art teacher was this. I thought she was fucking old when I was little, but she was there forever. So Mrs. Termini was our art teacher. And the way she talked to us and the way she inspired us was started in kindergarten. So I've always known that, but, uh, but if not a specials teacher, yeah, I mean, it's, you can go through that full for no, 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 no high school. I guarantee it was college. I don't, I don't remember anybody. I'd have to look through the, the yearbooks around the shelf in my eyeline. I'll actually go back and check now. Cause I'm super curious. That's upsetting to me. Well, I, I mean, women don't shoot off fireworks. We all, we, we all have our, they're totally not comparable I'm like, concerns what they're totally not comparable concerns I'm just trying to say once you identify the lanes that we stick in for because we're forced to or because we choose to right it's it's a curiosity Marisha. it's a curiosity all right I heard a weird thing from a friend yesterday and she Bring said it. to me I said something about you know, we're talking about how my daughter needed like more underwear at college or she wants something that doesn't have show lines because she wears either leggings or short, tight, She's whatever. She's got a must have a great ass. Yes. Okay. Sure. She's young. Of course she does. Uh, and so she fuck her. So I was like, well, I mean, th- thongs like who wears? Kidding. And my girlfriend said to me, oh, I'm so lucky. I don't have to worry about any of that. And of course, my eyebrows went down with curiosity. Are you not a human? Is there no cleft in your ass? What? All right, here goes. Do you wear underpants? Yes. Everyone does. Everyone does. Except your pervert friend. You listening? You're a pervert. Put your pants on. That's disgusting. She does not wear underpants. And Stop that it. just made me so curious. Strawpole, dear listener, while you're writing in, which you've already been racing to do, pulled over your car to the roadside to say, absolutely, I light off fireworks. Absolutely, look, I'm interested. Look, look, look. Do look. you wear underpants? And the answer is yes or unsubscribe. That's where we are. The truth is this. I'm in menopause. Menopause, sawdust city, as it's told. <laughs> and I'm here to tell you, it is still like a juicy fruit 
I got to get some separation between my pants and myself. Yeah. Especially when you go to a meeting. (laughs) Who in the world? I I mean, it's like these are people who go to nudist colony and don't put a towel down before they sit on a seat. You need to wear something. Even the nudists are covering up from the boop boop because it's got all kind of stuff coming out. From other boop boops. Well, not your poopy areas, but that's that seems like it'd be a problem. Three hole punch. Everything's real close down there. If you sat, you don't know. Say, I'm just trying to say. I'm just. It's a. It's an active area. I got an active area. Okay. And if I got an active area, I can't even imagine what someone young and virile is going to be like. Put some underwear on. Who are you helping with this? Does it really take that long to take them off? Do you think you don't know anybody that doesn't wear underwear? You just- I have seen people who I know not wearing underwear, and it's usually because they ran out or because it didn't go with this dress or because they were being stupid. I don't get the idea that it's an always thing, except for our one friend in Maine who equal parts will say, I never wear underwear. And then the next year that you see her, she's like, yeah, underwear all the time so you never fucking know it's like when she was a vegetarian all that time and then she's like eating a steak she's like oh yeah so i can't fucking keep up but i'm just here to tell you put some on what are you what are you really saving by not wearing underwear you're not saving the planet they just want their girls to breathe they just want their parts to have cotton get some cotton it breathes it does breathe i have like two or three outfits like i have a pair of leather pants that i'll wear um, without, <laughs> I thought you meant you had leather underwear. And I was like, hang on, let's slow down. <laughs> Chapter two. Would you like to try <laughs> caramel? <laughs> fuck you. Fuck I have off. caramel leather pants. <sighs> all yeah, right, I all don't right. have a sexy voice. In fact, when I edit this, I want to stab myself in the eyes. But that caramel Stop will talking. that'll Stop last. Talking, you're insane. So leather pants that because they're tight and because they're I I do not wear underwear with that. And there are a couple of other outfits, dresses usually, but. Uh, those dresses, I don't want to sit down anywhere. <laughs> like, I don't want to. Uh, is this a standing cocktail hour only? I, I all underwear all the time. All underwear all the time. All underwear all the time. And my question underpants. to you, my question to you is, uh, first of all, because if you're wearing a thong and then you get down to what kind of protection is the thong really giving me anyway? I'm like, right. So stop wearing the thong and put on some underwear. I'm going to say a thong is better than commando. I mean, what? Is it though? It's so thin, meaning it's so narrow. What's it really doing? I don't understand what these tiny twats and what they're doing with all the ridiculousness. It's an art. Put it on. Put it on. What are you saving? Are you saving time? Underwear is sexy. I don't think it's You look better in underwear than you look naked. Have a little mystery about you. I don't care. What are are we doing? (laughs) Who are these people? (laughs) Have some mystery about you. Wear a thin piece of cotton that protects nothing from nothing except, you know. That rayon protect, dress. Protect that you wore. Is, the, is the right word, but it's also the wrong word. It, there's, I don't know, man. I uh, honestly feel like I've spent a lot of time with small children sitting crisscross outdoors. If I was not wearing underpants, I feel like things. You'd be on the news. I would be on the news. Like, in a this bad way. found inside. What? what? No. I, I think it's a barrier that stops things that are unwanted from going in. Um, and things that are meant to be retained from coming out. It is the perfect layer, and the fact that this friend of mine does not engage in it, or several friends of mine do not engage in just the simple task so of wearing so it, dumb. is, it's, I don't understand. I'll it's, put it to you like this. I'll put it to you like this. There are appropriate times when there is a function to not wearing underwear, when you're wearing incredibly tight exercise wear. 
that doesn't breathe anyway, right? You really you you're you put on those those bike pants, the whatever pants, yeah. I wear underwear with that stuff. No way. And those are because the entire pant operates as underwear. The I second guess. you wear it one time and it has to be washed. That's it. There's there's no there's no garment in between. You're not wearing it a second time. Oh so, no, never. Ew. Yeah. So if these people are wearing their jeans as I wear it once and I put it in the wash, now you, I need to kick you anyway. Because Ooh, you don't- that's a good question for dear listener too. How many wears do a pair of jeans get in your house? Before Especially they if get- you got your juicy bits rubbing up against that zipper area. Oh, P.S. Oh, wash the pants. Oh, that's yes. gotta hurt. Yes. And there's there's you know there's some hair on your body. I mean maybe not these people who like to flap it flap it freestyle, but I'm just trying to say uh uh-uh. uh no underpants. Jean material please. does not belong that close to sensitive material. Hmm. <sighs> I have uh, thoughts sis- now. Sister Maine is always the first one to say, I never wear them. Yeah, She's talking about her jeans as well. I don't, I'm not into that. I can't help you. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I went to a Korean market over the weekend. Yeah. And everyone had to take our shirts and put them up over our nose just to get out of the fresh seafood area of the Korean. Because it was, I've never smelled a smell that strong. And when I walked out, I was overcome with missing our friend from Maine and thinking of her who grew up. Her parents are lobstermen and she would ride around. She would have these great childhood memories of riding around in the back of a truck with all the fish. She would sit in the fish and like play with the fish they had caught. She's making the worst. (laughs) Smell of it. Right. This is the same woman who wears jeans and no underpants on occasion. So Ooh, I'm just in saying, the truck. Blah, blah. I'm just trying to say, so there's a lot of things I don't understand. There's a lot of things that I'm never going to understand. Okay. That's bad. So that's, I'm just painting a picture for you. I'm that's painting not it. good. That's the not smell, good. The smell in that Korean market, in the fish air, whatever it was, the fish and the lobster and the open and the everything. And I don't even, is this actually a creature? And we're eating that too. And oh my God, it was like you were in the throes of 19 rotting oceans. It was the strong, I, sm- stronger than any ocean smell you've ever smelled. And people were just wandering around. I mean, I bought strawberry Kit Kats and I got the fuck out of there. That's the end of that trip. But Whoa. Wh- you, sh- you buried the lead of this entire, <laughs> entire episode. You bought a strawberry Kit Kat? Yeah. Well, I think it's strawberry. It had a picture of a strawberry on it and all the writing was non-English writing. So... I think it's Korean. Have I don't know. I, I, my guess is that it's Korean. I'm, I I don't know that it is. Have you eaten it yet or are you waiting to get back we your all sense ate of smell? A, we all ate it. Okay. It was a bag of them. So there were the individually oh, wrapped littles. ones. Okay. Right? And there was one that was green. And I don't know if that was like green tea flavored. I just grabbed it at the checkout because I was like, well, if we came into this place, we're buying something before we leave. Is this part th- of your fuck it base spending spree? You would think it is. And I also bought red bean cookies, which I have not yet eaten because they've had a cute little packet. Um, I have to tell you, we, Mallory and I went for like a, like unlimited sushi experience and we were so full. And by the time we finished, we're like, desserts included. What do we do? So we look at their thing and it says red bean ice cream. And I thought, I like ice cream. They don't have chocolate ice cream. So A, we're not coming back. But B... Let's ask the waiter. And we said, tap, tap, red bean. Like, what are we talking about? Like, what does it taste like? She said, do you know green bean? And we were like, peace out. Like, don't even finish your sentence. So we get in the car and my daughter turns to me and says, what if her second sentence was, it's nothing like that. Tastes like chocolate. 
Like, what if what she meant to say was, it's nothing like any of that. It's fucking delicious. Let me just give you hot fudge. Like, what if we dismissed her before she had the, no, red bean, huh? Was that good? I didn't open it yet. We went, the whole point is we went to a hot pot place. My middle teenage son, we were cutting out all the reasons for why we went there. He took us to a hot pot place, which was about 40 minutes away in a direction we never go. So we specifically went there and the line was long. So we wandered around before our table was ready. And there happened to be this fantastic looking supermarket next door. So we went in and wandered around and found all the things and played all the things. Got strawberry Kit Kat. Yes. Waited till we got home to have those. And they're, they taste almost like they're, they're fizzy. I don't know how to describe it like to you. Like Pop Rocks. Like kind they have. Of. They can't, it can't be like that. But I guess the only answer is. Somebody had Pop Rocks chocolate covered pretzels it, on TikTok. It is that rose colored chocolate. You've had pink chocolate before. No, because it's not chocolate. But yes, white candy. You know about it. White, yep. white chocolate, pink chocolate, which yep. is rose flavored. Right. So, so it was that pink chocolate on the outside, Kit Kat in the middle. And when you bite it, it, the, the. Pink chocolate, it gives you the sensation that it's tingling a little bit only because I think it has a really sharp acid kind of a kind of a taste. You know how like strawberries s- strawberries sour. can be sour yeah. and tart and yeah. then sweet? Yeah. Tart. So it was tart chocolate. I was you take it out of the bag stop and it smells saying like chocolate. strawberry quick. It could be delightful, but stop saying chocolate. You take it out chocolate. of the bag and it smells like strawberry quick. And you think, I know what I'm getting in for. And you bite it and you're like, where did I go? Because in your mouth is not any of that stuff. It doesn't taste like a Kit Kat. It doesn't taste like a strawberry. It doesn't taste like quick. It doesn't taste, I don't know what it tastes like. We had one and went, <laughs> and thank you, no thanks. And we're right. done. Thank so you. We, so we did that. And the hot pot thing was, was very crazy and exciting. So that was all super good. Have you had hot pot? Do you know what this is? No. Hot pot is kind of like hibachi in that the table is involved in what you're doing. But picture a regular table that has like a a uh, melting pot style heating element yep. in it. But this one receives a bowl and they bring this giant double, in this case, double dragon head handed larger than a man's, like the guy leaving Kung Fu where he sticks his shoulders and carries a huge bowl, put it in the middle of the table. It's split down the middle one and you order different kinds of broth. And the broth is nothing like you've ever seen. It's got shit floating in it. It's very weird. It's incredibly strong scented. Every hot thing, whatever. And then they just bring you platter after platter after platter after platter after platter of rolled up raw meat. And you just cook whatever you want. Like you order all the stuff. There's seafood. And so it, it's, it's think to oversimplify, it's like an Asian fondue, but it's of course nothing like that. Cause you're putting in dumplings, you're putting yeah. in rice, you're putting in lotus. Like, so we got every weird thing. It was all you can eat. We got the dessert there. They were not desserts. They were, some of them were like soy based, meaning the syrup, which you thought was truffle syrup or chocolate syrup. It was just soy sauce that they had poured on the sweet sugary dessert. I'm like, we're done. We're good. We're done. Bye. I'm not a big, I'm not a big fan of those flavors, the sour and the crazy hot spicy and seafood. They're tough for me anyway. You don't so like it seafood. So yeah. it was a big adventure, but everyone walked out like rolling and stuffed and sweaty. It was, anyway, that was our You have event. named two things so far today that your hair would absorb and retain for long periods of time between that fish market that 
I mean, as you're telling me, I feel my hair stinking. Like you just can't get that out. And even if it's even if it's the melting pot, but going for an open hot pot. Five you were, people. You had to fucking smell so bad after you left both of those All places. All the clothes. And everyone who was eating was eating to the point like when you get pho. I guess it's pho. Pho, you know, yeah. Yeah. When you get that dish. And they always get it so hot that they're crying and blowing their and nose. Sweating. And sweating. Yeah, you're just so sweating all out of what them, you ate. All of them were like leaking from all their pores and stinking of all the things. That's not gross. Yeah, I was like. And they loved Labor it. Day. That's not gross. <laughs> yeah, it, it was weird doing an experience. And we've done it. So thanks. I don't need to go next time. Yep. Floof. Brian and I have been evaluating some pretty, some mid-tier major purchases. Okay. Right? For a long time. Including cars, right? That's a major purchase. The rest is mid-tier to low-tier major purchase. Nothing nothing insane, but also, do we really want to do that right now? Or should we? Right. And then it came around to, well, we need it. Well, we're always going to need it. And how long can we go without it? And do we really care? And should this happen first? And blah, 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 blah. And it was just like, fuck it. There's stuff on sale. It's Labor Day. As as my good friend Miss Lindsay said, not in a jokey way, it's not going to get cheaper. Like, she's like, what are you waiting for? The prices are not coming back down again. And I was sort of taken aback because, yeah, they will. I just believe they will. I just believe they will. And then as I keep saying it, I'm like, but you know they won't. Like, the <laughs> like it was I mean, the first time it occurred to me. There's a possibility you'll get a coupon and find a sale, but prices no, no, aren't no, going to come no, down no, no. Big Well, they went up for no reason absolutely wasn't in they just went up and it I guess the reality for me is my mind created a logic around COVID based supply chain nonsense and because that was so hyper specific to a temporary condition I didn't really see it as real like okay yeah it's nuts but it'll it'll come back down again in the same way that on a very small level gas prices are coming down again they're variable so I sort of was thinking, okay, well, if things are inflated, I'll just wait it out and they'll come back down again. But by and large, no. Well, we talked about that with tipping. We talked about that with like COVID tipping was off the fucking charts because people were going to work and doing shit that you didn't feel safe hey, doing. Hey, you're so not you... risking your life to hand me a hot dog now. I'm risking my life to eat it. That's it. That's the only thing. You should be tipping me. That's really how that <laughs> oh my works. God. <laughs> Quality Here's a tip. Stuff. Go to the cardiac unit. Yeah. Stop okay. eating hot dogs. That's your tip. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? So back to the back to the car. So we have been casually thinking through the reality of having to replace things. It's you know, or get the thing that we've put off getting. La la la. And for example, mattress needs to be replaced. Right? It's just time for that. Well, if you're going to do that, do we need the bed or should we? So it just turned into this whole thing where it's like, fuck it, I'm getting it. And now we're down to the fuck it piece of artwork that we're both in love with that is really nuts in terms of it's real money to spend on something for me. I think it's real money. People who buy artwork are probably like, <laughs> but to me, it's real money. Right. So, but if you're both in love with it and you both agree on it, how do you say no? Well, because you compare it to what that money would also buy. I mean, there's there's the value of this thing that's going to bring you joy every single time. And then there's the very real value of spending that money to have any other thing. <laughs> so it, I think it's different when you are engaged in a project, when you are building a house. 
because you're putting things in the house, you're baking them into the house has been decided. You have an overarching yes for art, for other things. You don't have a project that you're working on. It's just, do I want that now? Or do I want to take that money and I don't know, buy Spain, whatever the fucking thing is that it would be equivalent to. I've never really had a dining room set. I have two tables in my dining room that are squares that I can leaf up to a a million. But I like the idea of little card tables. I was young. I made weird choices from Pottery Barn. Never had a formal dining room. Enough time has passed. Well, you know, I I don't like hosting. So that works out in my favor. There's that part, Um, too. Enough time has passed. My kids are gone. My life has changed, and now I'm like, well, I never had a dining room set, and if we move somewhere and downsize, I'm bringing nothing that that is in my current dining room right now. Like, nothing from there goes with me. So my theory now that I've discovered it is, wait it out. You might not need the kegerator, which is on sale, or here you bought it. (laughs) I know. Um, Or, but you'll always need a car. You do need a mattress. Do you need the adjustable bed to go under the mattress? Well, I even considered, is that something that I want? And then I looked at the price of the damn thing, and it was basically six grand for an adjustable mattress. I had no concept that it would be like this. And that's before you get into, is that a quality one? Is that the right one? That was just, that's the category. And I thought, oh, well, how many pillows can I buy for $6,000? Like, it was just, it suddenly came into, I don't need to sit up that hard. Like, I can fucking <laughs> figure out how to how to lean without having a motor do it. So, well, and that's the other thing. So, in the bedroom, so we, we bought a mattress. We bought a bed frame. We bought a bed frame headboard combination that's like a, it's like a piece of art kind of goes up the whole wall. So, anyway, that's done. And then... I feel like there were other things. I don't even remember what it was. I bought all kind of stupid-ass clothes for these idiot kids that I have, which really makes me mad. They're adults now. Their bodies are adults now. So buying them clothes is even more painful than regular back-to-school because men's shoes don't go on sale because suddenly it's September. Right. They're just men's shoes. And I'm like, okay, size 14 shoes never go on sale. So I'm like, fuck you and your fucking feet. I'm tired of it. So anyway... So just, you know, drop it like it's hot. All my money out the pot. There it goes. Floof. It's just dumb. At, at a certain point, uh, it, it comes down to you would think we had a health scare. I keep wishing for one. You would think we had a debt because then that makes you behave better. When you have a health scare, life becomes urgent and special and it's not okay to wake up and, I don't know, eat six caramels and wedge them all around the inside of your soft gum tissue. I'm just trying to right say. Right before getting on mic. I know that was super gross and rude, and I'm sorry. I apologize, but I'm just here to say it's, to it's dissolved now. It's dissolved. Let's <gasps> go. Excellent listening. First, she's eating caramels, and then the next thing you know, she's got the hiccups. It's all breaking down. Let's break it down now. I love uh, it. When you when you have a scare, how long? What are you saving it for? I don't know. So you can live tomorrow. That's what I'm saving I, it for. You that's know, true. That's our theory. You know, that's our theory. Stuart but lost a friend who was super healthy and, and just said, why are we saving? I'm like, well, so our kids could go to college so that there's we a don't balance. die there's a in balance. the streets. I don't know. hundred percent true. There's a balance. You're saving because you need to be, you need to be responsible. You don't want to work forever. You're saving. You don't so. need to be so, you know, prudent that you're, sitting in chairs that you hate every day, something that you touch every fucking day, like splurge on that shit. We are going on a family trip in two weeks because 
for no reason because, because we haven't gone on a family trip. It's not all that special, but we're going there for no reason just to go to a city we haven't been to. And we're going to spend five days bouncing around. Have fun. That's it. How many family members are going? We take four because the fifth at college can't even, he doesn't feel comfortable leaving school even long enough to get a a needed dental appointment. Floof. Well, we're just going to Chicago. We were going to go eat hot dogs and pizza and get a picture in front of the bean. That's it. Simple. I love it. Well, for no reason. For no, because we haven't been there before. Well, you've talked about the fact that you'd never been there or it was just and that's like a embarrassing. layover. And a, yeah, so. Yeah, so we're just going to go do that one. And, you know, honestly, the kids are getting mildly curious about it, which is about as far as you can go for teen excitement. And you still so, have nice weather and you still like, Yeah, they're perfect. saying things like, hey, I looked up some pizza restaurants. Hey, I saw there's an architecture tour. Hey, let's go see Second City. We got tickets for that. Hey, hey. Yeah, so they're, so that's. That's why life is You're going to start the pizza pact. I almost took a picture, but nobody would eat pizza with me. They're, they're all pizza snobs. I've been trying to get it going. Have we gotten any pizza pact people yet? Or pizza party people yet? You know, I can't even download oh. that episode. It still has not worked for you? No, it hasn't. And I don't... Well, if you're, if you're listening to this... I'm thinking of deleting the app and then re you don't have to go. You don't have to go that far. In many, I uploaded... We had a bonus episode and I uploaded it wrong. And if you haven't sorted this out yet for the previous episode, whatever number it is, I think it might be 262 maybe. Here's the thing. If ever an episode feels like it's not playing the proper content, you can delete that episode and re-download. And it will always refresh with the, the latest from the feed. And the feed is corrected. So it'll, it'll populate eventually. In some cases, it overwrote without anyone having to do any shenanigans. So the wrong thing was out there, and before anybody had to do anything, in many cases, it adjusted itself. If it didn't adjust itself for you, that's on me. That's my bad. Melissa did everything right. Amy did everything wrong. I just deleted the episode. And it's not the, the only time. And I okay. just deleted the episode, and I re-downloaded it, and it's a full episode. Bingo, bango, bango, bongo, bango, bongo. I mean, how many times can I listen to it? I don't know. But at least now <laughs> I know that that's the way to get to override. I do apologize. I am a human. That's an error of which there will be many. So, I, And you know, we welcome. would love to hear all of your criticisms of that. But while you're writing in, do you fucking wear underpants? What's Gross. new to you? And my other favorite is everybody's got an opinion on fucking everything. You you see that if you watch any news channel, be it Fox, be it CNN, be it MSNBC, whatever it is, everybody's got a fucking opinion. Can we all agree that even though we know these are our opinions, we know them not to be facts by the fact merely that we call them fucking opinions? Hey, 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 hey. Our friend Lisa it? is smart enough to say on the regular. Oh. In, in my opinion, and then share information. I tried to learn that from her because I thought it was fucking genius. And I thought, Lisa, girl, you got this down. In my opinion, you're an asshole. Like, you're not calling them an asshole. You're telling them your opinion. Now, as far as opinions go, because I have family members whose opinions I don't want. I have family members whose opinions I do want. I value. I don't value. You all do it, too. I'm not alone. Now... These are people who obviously you feel either judge you or don't or or judge a situation. And I did hear it. It's probably another Cory Bookerism. I don't remember. I just know that I love him. But I do remember he would say or someone would say, why do we accept that criticism from people whom we would never even ask for advice? 
Why? Why is it okay? Why? It's can not even accept the criticism. Why do we adopt it? Why do we give so much power to the in. opinions and the thoughts and the critiques of people we would never go to never. asking advice? Never. Whose opinion we don't value? Whose friendship until, we don't want? Until yeah. they until share your worst thoughts of yourself. They're your worst thoughts. They're not true. They're your worst fears, thoughts, or this makes me look fat. This makes me look ugly. I was too lazy to get up. If somebody came back at you with the, well, that kind of makes you look fat, mm, kind of makes you look ugly. Well, maybe if you weren't so lazy, you would get, <gasps> why would you accept opinions from people from whom you would never consult for advice? I don't know. And the, there's so many facets to that that are infuriating and fascinating all at once. We don't do the same thing with positive vibes and information. Yeah, you fight right? those off. You fend those we, off like you've got a wiffle ball When someone comes bat. at you with the best and greatest thing you've ever thought about yourself, we don't cling and hang on to those forever no. and ever. Why? When they come at you with information about you that you're on the fence about and it somehow puts you better than you think, you don't agree and slide up to their good opinion. You chip away the compliment so that it matches your negative down. Or right? neutral. And I've got a pretty good self. Well, the other piece of the pie, the last piece, which is the weirdest flex that I'm getting ready to give you. Because I mentioned it and I, I said, I wish I had a, flex. I wish I had a health scare. If I had a health scare, yeah, I'd be thinner yeah. and then I could really fit into these pants. I mean, it's just the truth. <laughs> I'm sorry. That worked out pretty well. It sure but, did. <laughs> look at that. All day long, I caramel my mouth. All right. Mm. So. <laughs> mm. Yum. But that's the thing. If my mother were to look at me and say, what up, pork chop? You want to try zipping up them pants, you horrible pig, or whatever the mean thing that was said to you, which I'm sure was not anywhere near that mean. I can see all of the weight that you have gained during COVID. <sighs> She's just a charming, <laughs> charming, charming right? specimen. So, so let's say your mom said that to you. I would say, oh, I don't like how that feels. She's mean. Pass the pork chops. <laughs> Could you please pass the assorted I wish deli that that cookies sort of thing would send you? me into a, you know, neurotic, Erg mild, uh, what, you know, eating disorder tinged exercise. But you didn't do any of these things. I'm just saying I, I wish that would stimulate. Yeah. Crazy. Some better action on my part. I'm looking for the help scare to stimulate the better action on my part because I don't love the situation I have created in my body, right, right now. And I also must not hate it so much that the hatred is not motivating me. I don't have motive hatred. It's not, it's not motivating me into doing the things I need to do. So I just sit around and be like, man, that stinks. Mm, that's delicious. Motive hatred. Motive hatred. I need some more motive hatred. Hatrevation. <laughs> hatrevation. I need some hatrevation. That's absolutely what I need. Yeah. Because the positive thing, it's all great, positive vibes. Let's all Lizzo and love ourselves into zipping up these pants. It doesn't really work. In a minute, I'm not going to fit in <laughs> any, any of these of. pants and zippers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's I love about her. damn time to make some pants that fit me. Right. So I don't, it always comes back to weight, I think. Because it's an easy mark. It's well, a, it's it's an easy mark. It's visible to everybody. Right. It's not it's not something that 
Oh, lack of motivation. Not visible to everybody. I also agree. I absolutely agree. And here's what I meant by easy mark, that everybody has a weight something, right? There are very few people who are not involved in their weight at all. I don't understand that. Some people have indoctrinated their management of their body weight so fully that they do it on autopilot and they're not consciously aware of how much they're doing to influence it. They're like, oh, well, well, you know, I don't really, it's not really something I think about. And that same person has daily exercise and regularly does not eat a dessert and will take one bite of an appetizer and not eat the rest despite wanting more. Like they do these things, but don't think they, they've ingrained the habits and don't think about them as things that they're I'm actively jealous. doing. I'm jealous. There are a lot of people that do that, right? Then everybody else is on some kind of conscious level aware of their weight from the full spectrum of I refuse to manage any aspect my body and my brain know what I need it all goes in I move when I want to to the other aspect which is nothing can go in I move all the time because energy good eating bad like and every permutation in between they're aware of it and they're making a choice they're making a choice they're making a choice so we all have a weight thing yeah right even thin people yeah. who are aware of the four pounds and three ounces that they really wish weren't on them. And I just really, I've said this before. Audible eye roll for those people. I, I could shit that out right now. Seconds. That's water weight. I wake I up and skip. a contest. Right. I've told you this before. So it's. Shitting yeah. it out. I did $20. So poop on demand. I'm just saying four wow. ounces. Just you, I've said, told this, you know that. All right. My point to you is that I don't remember my point and I wish I was thinner. You know, you talked about desserts this past weekend at the shore. My in-laws were there and we got, I I couldn't help myself. You know, the phrase twat waffle. You've seen it on a (laughs) mug. It's one of the funniest things. I have heard this. We walked into a place at the beach that made dessert because my husband's family is a dessert family. And, you know, I'm not going to (laughs) argue And they gave us, they said, hot waffle. And I said, I'm sorry, what? (laughs) (laughs) Twat what? What did you just call my husband? (laughs) Yeah. Hot waffle. That's what it was. This amazing coffee ice cream poured on top of a hot waffle and then hot fudge on top of that. Let me tell you, I went into diabetic shock. I sat there. I could not stop shoveling it into my mouth. I could not stop. It was, I was unstoppable. And then I looked oh. over to my right and my husband, his mother, his father, the three of us, there was no talking happening. Right. We right. were just shoveling that twat waffle right into our faces. <laughs> and I said to him, I'm like, what did she call you? And he's like, mm-hmm, she asked right if I thing. wanted a hot waffle. I'm like, that's not what I heard. Oh, oh, oh. Yep. It's going oh, in. Oh, oh, it was <laughs> the right stuff. Like it was... <laughs> Dear listener, if you have the opportunity to have a hot waffle, cold ice cream, hot fudge, wh- what for what are you waiting? It was like right. a religious experience for me. You're not wearing underwear already. Just shove that shit in your face and you know then watch where what happens. Coming out. You'll, start wearing, you'll start wearing underwear the next time. You, you might. Super gross. You might start. <sighs> Can you just wrap it up? Why are you? God bless America. Put some underpants on. Oh, my God. That waffle is so good. All right. Speaking of, oh, my God, that waffle was so good. We are going away together this weekend. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's true. If I were held at gunpoint. Uh, it's absolutely true. Two weeks ago, I texted Amy and I said, 
Is this appropriate to wear to a wedding in in New Hampshire at the at the beginning of fall, end of summer? And she said, why the fuck are you asking me what to wear in weeks from now? It's I will figure it out in six hours before my plane takes off. Well, I'm glad that you did because I super would not have tuned in to what I'm going to be wearing in three days time had not you asked and reminded me we have an outdoor theme wedding in the mountains of the northeast in the fall what my dress is definitely strapless so yeah okay I hope it's not New Hampshire but I (laughs) but I'm bringing a jean jacket to go with it there you go perfect perfect (laughs) well I did what as one does I asked the mother of the bride oh what do we wear well because I said is this a case where it's being held at effectively a nature preserve right a beautiful stretch of outdoor it's fantastic gorgeous view yeah the whole thing personally significant to the couple but you've heard me say several times it's fucking outdoors yeah and it's Uh, New Hampshire the wedding and it's cold it's in a nope building Nope, nope, nope. It's the wedding and the cocktails are outdoors. And then part of the reception is indoors. Which part? Hunt- I, the warm part. All I said was, <laughs> what do we do now? Well, because I said, is this a case where we get hunter welly boots and, and everyone wears those with their dress and that we just dive amazing. in? Right. And we just say, okay, we're outside. So we're, you know, formal on the top, muddy on the bottom. I would like, love that. And we're back to no underwear. So I'm just trying to say. No, the bride wants you to wear floral inspired. I don't ask. I have no I idea will what this was. purchase or I, I can't. I well, can't. that's the thing. I didn't realize it was a thing. It's garden formal. Uh, for, garden formal. And so that was explained to me with pictures. Dear listener. I was very grateful that I was just given this. Pictures? She sent pictures without me asking, plus a blog link, all the stuff. So she was ready for the question. So it came down to. Just where uh, you should be fine with regular flats or wedges. No need to go with sneakers or boots or any of this thing, but make yourself comfortable. Heels might be a little tricky, right? Because it absolutely will be outdoors part of the time. Gentlemen are encouraged to wear a floral shirt. So a regular suit and the shirt being like a heavy floral or floral theme in some way. And women are invited to wear, you know, floral mid or maxi dresses. That was the dictum that I was given. I love saying dictum because it has dick in it. So my husband doesn't own a floral shirt. I told, Who does? I told Is he him, gay? No one does. I yes. told him he can wear a jacket, no tie. That's basically, I took him off the right. leash because it's it's New Hampshire. That's what you wear. And, uh, and yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, yeah, like, like you're going to a bar mitzvah. Um, and you're 13 years old and your tie is on for three minutes. You don't need to wear a tie. Um, uh, I don't know what else to tell him. We don't own floral things because well, I'm a New I'm Yorker not... and we wear black Navy and black or Navy. And that's thank it. you. And thank you a thousand times. Thank you. So before I got all of this information, <laughs> yeah. I had already picked out a dress yeah. that kind of meets the need in the sense that it's to- has zero flowers about it. There's no floral going on at all. But the color is okay. It's like a it's like a mauve blush, lovely uh, ecru. Which is it? One of those. It's in that area, right? But then I got this is gonna be out. Well, she won't listen to this by the time her kid gets married. Then I got a whole bunch of felt flowers, and I'm gonna pin those 
So this is a felt flower. I just happen to have it. I got them on Etsy. Fuck. So this is this is made of felt. Hey, so I remember being somewhere with you where you wore a dress that had a flower on it. Where's that dress now? I still have it in the closet, but it's cocktail length and sleeveless. The Mine entire is bodice is Fuck a you. giant silk flower. It's I didn't think it was too. It was the wrong kind of flower formal, but I did think about it. And if I had known in advance, I would have had a custom. I would have had done like a whole anyway. So I have these felt flowers and I'm going to I'm just sort of going to strategically pin them, maybe like make a belt out of it or like a headpiece out of it or something. A fascinator. I learned uh, that from you. Well, and then I got a a magnolia felt. um, This is a fucking project for you. No, I ordered them on Etsy. Normally I would make these flowers myself. I made them for my son's prom. I just ordered them and they've arrived. And so there now I have a regular dress. With some fucking felt flowers on them, now I can have a dress again. But who cares? At the end of the day, go to the party. She wants you at the party. She wants to be married to this man and be happy and be outside. Oh, that's my other thing. Nobody gives a fuck what I wear, but I find that if I'm going to ask what's appropriate and then I choose whatever I want anyway, I'm just disrespecting the bride and her mom by not doing what they're asking. Dear listener, what would you wear to Garden Formal? Write us with any fucking information that I asked you for today. (laughs) Pick a topic and tell us how you feel. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. I'm tired of this relationship we have where I give and I give. It's like you're one of my fucking kids. I'm a giver. Hey, hey, if you're not going to listen to Amy and tell your friends about it, which is literally the least you could do. (laughs) Why am I so angry? I'm really not. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Give us, give us a little email. Find us on Be Real. Do something for fuck's sake. Hey, could I do a Be Real for a brilliant observation? Sure. Go for it. Let's see who signs up. Just take I, pictures I feel of like, underpants. I feel like they're looking for new ways to engage with us. So are you? Give do them, you really feel let's, like Let's give they them another are? channel. I just want you to press play. I just we want love you, you to press guys. play Come and have another week. friend press play and then maybe send me $10. Like, these are the things that I want. Because you have a Patreon page. It's rude not to tell them about it. <laughs> we do. We never promote that. Never. If you want to send me $10 just one time, you can go to Patreon. I mean, I'm I'm buying felt flowers. I'm if having think, a bucket base felt flower spending spree. If you want to pay for Amy's <laughs> next box of salted caramels or just oh, to have her say caramel Lord. again and again. Patreon's where you go for for brilliant observations to make sure that she's never thinking, wait, where did I put those caramels? That is the straight up cash grab. But we would be remiss if we did not tell you at least once for those who aren't so up our crack. They read the show notes when they are updated and posted as on occasion they are. We do have swag and it's available for purchase. And the T-shirts Melissa did some of them really good and fun. Like be kind of a bitch that's a really fun little shirt it's super cute and there's stickers and you know whatever all the kind of things journals if you're if you're a journaler all the things all those ways for you to spend your money guys because i know that's why you come here and don't forget those those tips don't forget that good moms use bad words like that's that's a really good one too and i like the font on that one another one of my favorites hey all we're saying is engage somehow we love you we hope to hear you soon and we will be back Amy's wearing a